Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I am Matthew. And welcome to an episode of Pappy's Flatshare Beef Brothers Cold Cuts and... What an episode we have for you. It's a really exciting one. It's a really exciting one. It, it's rare, actually, for us to be uh, to, to, to be able to claim to have the finger on the pulse. But I think we can. <laughs> I think we can today. Our beef is so rare, it's still got a pulse. Absolutely right. That's it. Our beef is it's twitching on the slab. Um, we have got two of the writers of the one of the hottest shows in, well the world i guess is how it works these days um feel good um i think uh, your finger is moving slowly further away from the pulse the more you speak tom I, 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 I'm, not, I, I'm nervous i'm not i'm not used to being this close to the pulse you're not you're, uh, you're, you're nervous about being so zeitgeisty that's yeah, what's going it, on at the moment exactly so um so yeah to the two writers of feel good uh, one of the hottest shows in the world uh, to date Go currently. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mate. <laughs> We've got the brilliant May Martin boop, and Joe Hampton. There goes the pulse. <laughs> that was the that was the life support machine giving out on Paris on both Paris finger and his pulse. Um, uh, yeah, of course we should say they they wrote the show together. May of course stars in the show. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, if you mm. haven't seen Feel Good on Netflix. Both series are on there. It's one of the best shows. Hottest it's one of my shows absolute favourite. Well, yes, that's true. But it's also one of my favourite shows. <laughs> uh, one of my favourite sitcoms uh, in, in the world in, in a long time. It's still, um, yeah. I mean, all of this. Let's let's just take everything I say. Meaning in the world today. <laughs> Great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Joe, Joe and May wrote the show together. We got them on together to uh, solve your beefs. So have a listen and enjoy yourself. To date. Well, if you got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you got a problem, call it a beef. If you got a beef, beef. maybe we can help you. Beef from the sorting out your beef. What a treat. Thanks for doing this, guys. Thanks for Thanks having, having us. us. Always nice to have an opportunity to see each other. Yeah. <laughs> have you podcasted together often? Uh, no, this is Never. our first time. This is our oh. first time. This could be Whoa. like the end of our friendship, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, that's right. That's what Matthew, Ben and I have found. <laughs> it was the end of our friendship. <laughs> Weirdly, we're no longer friends, but we spend a lot more time in each other's company. That's the right. thing with podcasting. So if you don't want to be friends with somebody, but you want to see them all the time, start a podcast with them. That's yeah, the that's, that's the territory that we've been trying to move into for a yeah. while. Yeah. We've, we've made a TV show together, and now we want to be together more, but less friendly with each other yeah less right. social and more uh constant yeah <laughs> can i can i ask a question about writing together yeah because i'm always really fascinated by the dynamic so i when we were writing together one of us would always be a keyboard person and the other one would be like a pacer and those people would change with whatever combination we were that's interesting 
do you have a, a keyboard person and a pacer or do you swap it round or do you write independently then swap or what's the dynamic and by the way we're talking about a, like a keyboard is in an organ and a pacer is in a metronome a pacer was just someone who was running ahead of the person playing the guitar <laughs> yeah. it was one of those ones you strap around your neck and we would go okay we've got a right we've got a right script let's do a quick 5k you play a little bit of Vangelis and I'll start running That's there's a reason I, there's a reason our scripts were all over the place actually. <laughs> um, well I, I want to know more about your interpersonal dynamics the three of you I think three's a really hard number yeah because you've just said that there's a keyboard person a, a pacer and then what the, the dud <laughs> well, no, no, listen, no. listen, I have a name. Come on. <laughs> the we called him the stud. It was less than the blow. Um, no, I think in a three, what you have is essentially three pairs. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think what you get is a co we, we used to have a combination of three pairs, and normally there'd be a pacer and a keyboard person. And that, like, I'd be. Yeah. I'd be a keyboard person in one pair and a pacer in another pair. And we weirdly, I Tom was in every pair. That's the only thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Tom managed to finagle his way into every pair, which was good for us. He meant more days off. The day when it was Tom and Tom, oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> for us, well, in the outline stage, we, we had a whiteboard, and I'd say Joe's very much the whiteboard guy. Really oh, good right. handwriting, just good. He looks good standing up, kind of chewing on the pen, like, you know, it looks cool. Uh, and then we write at the same time on laptops and email them back and forth. However, I would say if we're doing like a, if, if, by the way, Joe's not gonna speak in this podcast. I <laughs> already know your dynamic just from the way no, this podcast has gone. Yeah. <laughs> we should say the listener at home, like, Joe's been typing out all of the things that made him say it. Yeah. Yeah. He stood by a whiteboard currently. He's gorgeous, gorgeous penmanship. But when you say, like, if we're doing a document or something, I'm a fast typer. Yeah, you, you type. I, whenever people ask a question like that, I always make the same joke, which I think you hate, which is, made us all the work and I guard the door. Um, <laughs> it's such a pointless joke, is it so I, true? I enjoy it. I, I enjoy the visual of me standing there with a knife just in case anyone comes in <laughs> and they're furiously working on a script. You've, you've uh, got your writing alone. room has got one of those little slots. You know, it's like a little mini door about yeah. three quarters of the way up that you could look through. Like a kind of yeah. push yeah. there kind of thing. And Joe just sticks a knife door. through it to tr in case anyone comes <laughs> and it's, and the thing is, He doesn't even ask who goes there. Just, <laughs> just straight and oh, goes in. Oh, nice. It's, it's actually again. quite... It's quite an important part of the process. Like, it seems like anyone could be there sticking a knife through a door. But if that didn't happen, you wouldn't be able to write scripts. I'd be dead. Yeah. May, May needs to feel safe. That's really important. Exactly. Well, uh, I think yeah. also, Joe stopping May from leaving the room is the big thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saying, you need to write that script, May, and you're not getting past me. Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't specify which way the knife is pointing. No, I think that's it. I think that's it it's a little mini dagger with two blades on either end, like a sort of miniature version of what Darth Maul used Darth to fight Maul, with. Darth Maul, yeah. Yeah, it's very much the, uh, that's what it was. One pointing at May, one pointing through, through that little hole in the door. <laughs> just pointing at himself. <laughs> it's Three blades, it's three blades. <laughs> One holding himself to ransom going, you, you need this job, all right? Don't walk out on this. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's it. For, yeah, for us, it was always, um, we found it very unproductive to actually write anything if the three of us were in the room. But if we were working out what like the synopsis of an episode would be, all three of us would be in the room for that. Yeah. Uh, because and then at the end as well, with, with kind of polishing stuff, we kind of start and finish as a three. 
Yeah. And then we'd pair. We definitely have, would have we'd have days like we were writing during lockdown the second season so we were always in my flat together but we'd have days where like we're just in the same room silently and you know at the yeah, end of the day we're, we're like well, we're always together yeah but there might be times when it just seems like we're just not getting on and we're <laughs> at either end of the room but it's just because we're writing separate scenes and then we'll send each other uh drafts our, our drafts of our stuff and um yeah. feel jealous when the other one has done a better job the best mo- the best thing is when you're doing your thing and then I hear Joe like snickering in the corner like this sort of like <laughs> like this evil and then I know he's written something really disgusting for me to read in the draft and <laughs> and vice versa do you guys do a thing where you would write jokes just for the others but that was never actually meant to go in the script yeah. but was just sort of meant to like test to see if they're actually concentrating or whether they think you're serious yeah unfortunately yeah. none of us were concentrating and they all went in <laughs> so if you if you if you watch back any of our stuff yeah every, all of the jokes were just for each other <laughs> um, and, and just very quickly before we get into the beefs i know this might be a technical question uh, but from a, a writer's point of view, did you have a real whiteboard or did you have one of those magic whiteboard things that you stick on your wall and any wall can become a whiteboard? Weirdly, oh, I really? invested in a massive, massive whiteboard, which is now oh, in, it, yeah, like a proper one that's just in my hallway taking up space now. Yeah, wait, oh, what's, wow. I didn't, I didn't know about I, this. I'm one of these yeah, portable wait. ones. That, that sounds, so, that sounds you great. Can, there's, you there's can like buy, stuff you, you buy stick like, on the wall. Yeah, so it's like That's it's like a roll of white of like whiteboard and you just rip it off and static sticks to the wall and any wall just becomes a whiteboard. Why didn't we do that? How how big is it? Can you can you carry it around or is it the it's size like of a, a wall? It's it's a flip chart size it's a flip chart size sheet of whiteboard. Yeah. Oh, the, the thing I've got is like roll is like a roll of wallpaper or like a yeah, roll of wrapping it, yeah. paper. Yeah. But yeah, you can yeah. just tear off as much as you like and put it put it on your wall. The one thing I will say is um because uh, we've just just moved house, got the got the office painted, stuck one of those things up, took it off, it took all the paint off. So oh, shit. there's clearly a lot, oh, no. lot of <laughs> lot of static in the uh, a lot of static of in the office. Well, you, you use super clear. That's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't realise. I feel like my flat already took a beating just from us being here writing because we like to sort of pass the time or if we were feeling stuck we, we invented a lot of games that involved like throwing balls really fast around like there's one where you have to stand and uh catch the ball behind your back with your hand like, like one person's got turned with their back and the other throws the ball and then shouts now and the person with their back has to grab grab and wow. uh, it's like almost jedi training yeah yeah, yeah we did it once <laughs> one time we succeeded and i think it was the best moment of our careers yeah it was the happiest i've ever felt like the moment after hours of trying to catch this fucking hacky sack ball it was it, euphoric did you film it no, no. Oh. <laughs> but I mean you know in a way in you know almost more perfect that it's just yeah. between the two it's, it's, a, it's a magical moment here's the thing Tom and Ben that sounds like a dream to them they would always yeah. like but any time it seemed like Tom and Ben had an endless supply of like uh, like well, sort of promotional rugby balls you just seem like <laughs> you always had a different promotional rugby ball and you would always be throwing it around to each other and all I would be thinking is What's going to happen is it's going to land in the pint of water next to me and go all over my laptop, and that's going to be the end of the day and probably the end of our friendship. So I, I'm not great. I'm not great around ball games. I'm like yeah, a council estate in that respect. You know, no ball games. <laughs> it's like uh, I, I don't like. So I think 
yeah, I, I, I couldn't be around for that. I'd have to, you know, the, the amount of prep that I would need for the room. I'd be like, okay, right, if we are going to play this game, we're putting the laptops away, we're putting the water away. There can be, I'd remove all sense of spontaneity and fun from it, I think. Right, yeah, yeah, and draw up some rules quickly and, yeah, get, but <laughs> with the be embarrassing thing is like trying to, I feel like that day we were so elated and then trying to tell the anecdote to loads of people and it's just maybe the worst anecdote. It's like, and then we caught we the caught ball. the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone like, cool, good for you. No, but we caught it. <laughs> right, well, should we crack into some of our, you're here today to help solve some of our listeners' beefs. Yeah. Um, that they're experiencing. Well, in terms of your living situation, so you don't live together, but you spent a lot of time around May's flat. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that that is true. I I live in a flat a couple of miles away with four other people. Um, so I I come here as a just a nice escape from um, yeah, well, from anyone that isn't me. <laughs> What's God? The, yeah, so you're right in a that's a that is a flat share in a bit, isn't it? Four it's big though. What's the makeup? It's What's, huge. It's a big flat, but it's yeah. still. It, I mean, it doesn't matter how big it is if you know you're going to run into four other people at any point in your day. Yeah, you know, it could be Hampton Court. You're still on edge, aren't you? You're not. You're never fully relaxed. Um, yeah. Also, Joe's flatmate. I hope we can say this. He's bought a lizard. And um, what? <laughs> can we discuss yeah. this? I mean, th- this is uh, this is going to be. This is, th- this is actually my flat beef that I was going to talk about. Um, the, we, the, we, the lizard. We, so, we, so we could park it for now. I tell you what, let's let's do lizard chat now because you can't you can't dangle lizard and not <laughs> deliver immediately. Let's do lizard chat now, and then we'll do we'll do May's uh, beef at the end. Let's do that. Yeah. Tell us sure. about the lizard. Well, so my flatmate. There, there are a lot of animals in our flat already. We have two cats. I brought two cats into the house, and my uh, my flatmate um, a couple of months ago decided he was going to get a lizard. Um, and so he turned up one day with the big vivarium uh, and uh, then a couple of days later a little um, bearded dragon arrived oh, it's called, it's called Blueberry it's, he's very sweet he just he sits there on a rock and does nothing all day but the beef has uh, come about because Blueberry eats insects and mainly he's got these worms that just sort of look like wood lice but my flatmate said, oh, he also will really, really like um, locusts. And I'm going to get some locusts for the flat. Remember the Bible, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, one of the plagues. Yeah. It's, the, yeah. it's the first thing you think of when you hear locusts, isn't it? Yeah. You think a plague of, you know. Yeah, plague you of. Know, you know, the other things Blueberry loves, he loves blood and boils. Boils. <laughs> and firstborn children. Yeah. <laughs> But my flatmate promised us that no locusts were going to escape. It was going to be absolutely fine. He was going to be really careful. And uh, uh, we, we said, okay, you can, you can bring locusts into the flat, but if one locust escapes, no more locusts, and we have to have a conversation about where the blueberry stays. Um, so the locusts came in, they were transferred from, they're delivered in egg boxes, which is a, a weird way to transport uh, a load of insects and so you have to get, get them f- do you get like six in an egg box is it like one <laughs> locust per egg bit it's it's about 300 per egg box so he had to transfer them from this sort of egg box package into Tupperware where he just keeps the locusts and he did this on our on our terrace uh, and it seemed to work but then last week uh, I was I was here actually 
and uh, got a text from another one of our flatmates with a picture of a little locust on the terrace saying, is this a locust? <laughs> yes, this yeah. is a locust. I'm pretty sure that's a locust. <laughs> to which um, Blueberry's owner says, I'm really sorry, guys, but um, I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have an investigation. Learning. So oh, this, uh, this all blows up. Uh, I go home. We're talking about the about locust gate on the yeah. terrace um, a few hours later, uh, and then onto the table in the middle of the, ter- uh, the terrace jumps another locust. Oh, oh my god! So now there are locusts loose. Then last night there was uh, there's another addition to. Oh, locust gate. I haven't heard this bit. Another one of our flatmates posts on the group going, guys, what do baby locusts look like? No. And takes a photo of loads and loads of uh, insects on the wall in her room. So I (gasps) jump out of bed, run into her room, and go, where are the locusts? Um, It's just a moth infestation. So it's fine. We just have moths. But you're on red alert. So we're on red alert. Like no one can sleep. Everyone is constantly thinking about locusts at all time. If there's a movement, you know, out the corner of your eye, it's... Everyone thinks it's sure. a locust. I like the, you go, thank God it's just a moth. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> moths can also really fuck up your house as well. Mm. They can eat your but carpets, they can eat your clothes. <laughs> do, do, what you need to know though is do locusts eat moths? Eat moths, yeah. Because if locusts eat moths, moths then you might the be able to have a sort of little, a little mini kind of war in the flat. Well you're, in, well, you're into a kind of like the lady who swallowed a fly situation. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah, we've then got it gets... Because then you've got you've got Blueberry there, who's got a lot of eating to do. Already, yeah. they've got to get through. You're going to need a plague of bearded dragons to, to deal with it. <laughs> How big do but bearded dragons a... get to? So, sorry, mate. They, I I've... think I think they get to maybe a, a foot, maybe two foot. Well, they, get, they get quite Whoa. big. Like it's it's going to be it's going to be a sizable thing. At the moment, it's about uh, four or five inches, but he's he's going to get huge. But I guess like one of the answers we came up with is we're going to tie Blueberry. We can't let Blueberry, uh, Blueberry loose in the flat because we've got two cats who'll just eat him. So one of the answers is we're going to tie him to the end of a stick and just sort of float him round uh, the place and point him at any locusts or insects that we see. Kind of like a, a miniature reptile hoover. Um, yeah, one of those grabbers you pick up litter with. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I, I don't think that's the solution, which uh, you, know, solution. You, you guys need to present us with. My solution is more chaotic. I, I, I like the chaos. So I, I found, I've been looking into it and I found on Amazon that they do sell rubber locusts. And, the, and so I think this, I think you should be hiding them everywhere. I think you should invite the chaos. I think like just to freak out your flatmates. But this was, this was your idea when the initial locust infestation came about where we thought that there was just one and it had been dealt with and May said, I'm gonna go on Amazon and buy a bunch of rubber locusts. We're gonna hide them around your flat, it'll be really funny. But now that you know there's a locust infestation in the flat, your answer is to hide more locusts around the flat. <laughs> I, think, I think the thing is, what you need to know about May is she's been waiting, I mean like, I asked her about breakup advice about four years ago and she told me to buy loads of rubber locusts and she yawned them around. Like, it's her answer to any problem is rubber locusts. What, what you don't realize is May made most of her money as a rubber locust magnate. She's got a big warehouse out in Staines that's full of rubber locusts. If she can ever offload them, she's like, oh, I'll tell you what, let's buy a load of rubber locusts. I'll tell you what, you pay for them on your Amazon account. Check out, check Look, out who you're buying them from. 
I got fucked up over in a pyramid scheme and I've been trying to get out for years. But also, but what about this? Not to, not that I'm pushing the lo- the rubber locusts much more, but what if the living locusts arrive and then they go, oh, this place is already taken. It's That's full true. of... It's full of locusts. Because they plague, I can't imagine any locust is like, oh, another locust. Isn't it effectively like a locust would arrive and be like, this place is full of sex dolls. Guys, get to the sex doll place. Sure, there's moths, but there's sex dolls. I've had the best ever. I've eaten 40 moths and I've fucked a rubber one of me. Feel good, feel great. Um, <laughs> God, what do what? I mean, like locusts. Their vibe is that they strip the foliage and then leave, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah. Have I got that uh, right? Yeah. So yeah, have you got plants? Well, have your house plants? Uh, are the house plants on the scene? Are they taking a battering from the locusts? The, the main thing that um, me and my flatmate uh, did during lockdown, because there were just two of us last year, was buy house plants. So the place is a it's a rainforest. So there's it's a bad environment to release locusts into. Yeah, they're going to yeah. absolutely go nuts. What, cool. what they I, don't, I don't know what to say. The, the, I'm so excited though, the, by this, though. I mean, I, I think would, if you would put, love to go. I think if you put, yeah, I mean, open it up as an attraction. I think a locust house. <laughs> yeah. Two pound fifty a pop. Yeah, yeah. come, come and have a walk around. Right. the butterfly house at Q. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see the locust house. It's cheaper. It's not as good, but it's cheaper. Crucially, we've got, a, we've got a, a budget. Mo- yeah, we've got a moth room. That's our latest attraction. <laughs> you know, we're, we're expanding. We've got a gift shop. You can buy rubber locusts. Come down. We've got it all sorted. Um, I was going to suggest a trail of houseplants away from your flat to somewhere else. Uh, like they'll follow the foliage. Just stay away from my flat. Like, I, I'm worried about Joe coming around to write and he's got locusts crawling out of his eyeballs and stuff and they're dropping <laughs> oh, off into yeah. my flat and then spreading. Because I'm picturing him becoming like the mummy or something where he goes like, and then they all fly out of his mouth. Yeah, don't get... If you are planning on using your teleporter, I wouldn't use it in your flat in case you turn into like, you know... Half man, half locust. Half man, half locust, exactly, yeah. Oh. That's, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's one of two ways, isn't it? You either... You either fill the house with more foliage until they kind of basically feel like they've feel like they've had a proper meal like get, get a load of get a load of small trees stick them all around they'll strip the trees and then they'll move on to the you know the local park or you just or, or you, you go, open locust house or you go uh, interesting, locust so house yeah nobody's but nobody's talking about the rubber locusts anymore and we don't we're off <laughs> i can get you a really good deal uh, yeah I also feel like no one is talking about getting rid of the locusts. Yeah. The, the only solutions we've had so far well, this are is... rubber locusts for the locusts to have sex with, more plants for the locusts to feed on, or just embrace the whole thing and live. Monetize it. Monetize the, the locusts. Yeah. Why, why do you want to murder these poor locusts? They've got every, every much of a right to live as you do, Joe. Come on. Yeah. We're all, we're all God's creatures. <laughs> That's true. I wonder yeah. if they're good to eat. Oh, there's going to come a time so. in, in the future when the water wars are happening and the earth is a parched wasteland. We're all going to be eating locusts and grinding them into burgers and things. This is... But they, so, they do it in, um, in say, on, on the street in in Bangkok. Really? Where people come up to you and they're like, would you like a fried locust? Um, but I, I, I didn't do it, but I, 
I did. <laughs> I did find out that that's not something that Thai people eat at all. It's just a way for them to go. Let's see if those tourists. That's really funny. Uh, hey, you liked eating it. How'd you like to fuck a rubber one? I've got one over here. Well. <laughs> <laughs> is like you. <laughs> so hang on, are we saying that Locust House could be a restaurant in ten years' time? Oh yeah. You yeah, know? that's good. There I are some places, places, right? I mean, when I was in Vietnam, I went to the alligator park. That you look, you went and looked at all the alligators, and then you ate an alligator afterwards. Oh, whole there run. are some sort of things like yeah Dark. it's because it's well the the, the the guy took us there because we, we we didn't eat meat but we ate we said we're pescatarian and they didn't really know what that was so our tour guide was like well alligators you eat alligators right don't you and i was like no because we're pescatarian he's like yeah but they go in the water and we were like yeah, <laughs> so we ate an alligator you eat uh, locusts because they're a oh pest my God. <laughs> yeah there you go. Was it a, was it a bit like going into a fish restaurant, like picking a lobster? Did you choose the alligator that? You <laughs> no, eat? no. It was from it was from the farm. It was from the it was from their park. But they weren't going. Which one do you like? Because also, I think that's fine. They're evil. They are bad, yeah, aren't they? They are. They are. They're certainly bad. on the yeah. In fact, yeah. Lobsters and alligators. They certainly look pretty. They look bad. They you could you'd paint them as bad guys in the cartoon, wouldn't you? Not lobsters, not, lobsters, not for me. No, I think lobsters, lobsters look quite. Yeah, they do look sweet. Yeah. But it's the um, the alligators. It's the beady eyes, but you don't you don't really lobsters have lobsters got I mean, beady what? eyes. I was going to say what? Eyes? You don't you never stare into a lobster's eyes and think, oh my god, I could go for a swim. They're like <laughs> they're like two black beans on stalks, aren't they? They've got fuck off claws. <laughs> But what they I'm trying to tell you is I'm you... scared of lobsters. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're getting at. I've been trying to think of a pun with pest and pesto for about five minutes now. Anyway, it just well, you know. I'll tell you what, we'll, if you if you think of it at any point in the next week, this goes out on the fifteenth. You've got plenty of time. Just record it and we'll drop it in. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> right. So, um, is that our beef? Is that beef solved for Joe? I believe it is. Yeah, we've given we've given Joe plenty of options. None of them to get rid of the the locusts, but they're all they're all great options. I think locust. I think locust house is the winner for me. Same. Uh, jo- Joe, how are you gonna how are you gonna go? What do you think? Uh, I guess locust. I guess locust house because you know we've uh, we've just finished series two of Feel Good, so technically I am unemployed at the moment. Um, <laughs> and, and also. You could set it up as a rival to Soho House or Shoreditch House, you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. have you been to the terrace at Locust House? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, a big, get a big glass swimming pool just jutting out the side of your flat, fill it with lobsters, then you've got Lobster Pool and Locust House. <laughs> Everybody's dreams is to swim with lobsters. Um, but, I think um, that's really clever, actually, because the, 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 thing that, the thing that I don't love the idea of is loads of people coming in and out uh, you know, paying their money, looking at the locusts. I like a membership where yeah. Yeah, membership. people can come by, the same people come by every day. You they enjoy the place. They work there with the locusts. They use your Wi-Fi with the locusts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know what, actually, because there are, there are things like, um, there's like cat cafe and there's goat yoga. You know, locust Wi-Fi could be a thing, isn't it? You know, people people go to the cafe, the cat cafe, and the cats all just wandering around, and you can stroke stroke a cat. And then there's the you know the yoga you do, and goats are just around, like wandering around to sort of. I've not chill heard you about out. this goat yoga. Yeah, goat yoga is a thing. People do yoga in the same room as a bunch of goats, 
Um, yeah. Locust, Locust Wi-Fi. That's you know, you make it the new, like you get you get Grazia to do an article on it, and ka-ching, ka-ching, You know, yeah. Making money. I, I, I want to hang this? on with Tom here. Yeah. So wait, what about this? Instead of um, membership cards, everyone gets a rubber Locust. Yeah. Membership numbers. Everybody wins. That's it. That's it. It's key a gorgeous rings. key ring. <laughs> Beef solved. Beef solved. From the sorting, I can be. Beef solved. Shall I read it? Yes, if you would yeah. please. Okay, ready, everyone? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, oh, can okay. you read it out loud, please? Right? <laughs> 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 okay. Um, it's from Chip. <clears throat> Hello to the supposed in brackets, problem solvers. That's quite passive aggressive off the bat. I mean, uh -oh. what a start from our friend what Chip. What the heck? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, it's he's got a point. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> enough, yeah. But at the same time, you know, you catch more flies with shit. What's the phrase? Catch more bees with honey. Locusts. You you Are you saying that I need to spread more shit around my house <laughs> yeah, to catch the idea. and locusts? <laughs> Listen, it's going to affect locust house reviews online. But, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to enjoy locust house until the fly room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hello to the supposed problem solvers. I live Ooh. with my parents and... Uh, Okay, so Chip lives with their parents. I live with my parents, and I was going through a cupboard a few weeks ago when I found some magazines, uh-oh, presumably belonging to my dad, of lingerie models. This is probably a very common occurrence, but there's also a magazine of underwear modeled specifically by the female cast of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> my main question <laughs> is whether I should burn them, but I'd also like to know whether you think I'll ever be able to rekindle my celebrity crush on Alison Hannigan. Thanks. Chip, I'm not giving my real name. My parents might hear this. I sort of doubt it. Um, and things would go, <laughs> things would go also, downhill. If Chip's parents listen to this, they're going to know it's them. They're not going to be yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. there's someone else who's got a stash of Buffy the Vampire Slayer models <laughs> in lingerie in the cupboard. This so, sounds sorry. so familiar. Yeah, yeah. The only difference is we don't have a son called Chip. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so hang on, can, can I just get this right? One of the magazines was specifically the cast of Buffy the Vampire Slayer wearing lingerie. Is that right? Yeah, I, I don't know when they would have, or why those actresses would have done that. It must have been like a sort of loaded magazine or FHM yeah. shoot back in, the, back in the 90s, right? Or back in the early 2000s, right? Would that, would that be it? Yeah, Crosby, there, have, you got, have you got this magazine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chip's dad. Oh, <laughs> you're like, oh, you know, from, from like 2001 issue of uh, the July edition. Fucking July. Um, but I don't understand why the Chip says, will I ever rekindle my crush on Alison Hannigan? Like, surely the photos of... Chip's acting like the photos have put Chip off Alison yeah. Hannigan. It's so what are these photos? <laughs> Just because you're sharing the crush with one of your parents shouldn't affect your crush, right? Yeah, Is agreed. Like no, me and my mum both fancy my dad. <laughs> 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 um, but also, Chip assumes that these magazines are Chip's dads. They could easily be the mums too. Sure, yeah, exactly. And I think maybe she was buying lingerie. And she was or winking. To be I, yeah. fair, <laughs> or both. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, she, yeah. She was just thinking, what what did Sarah Michelle Gellar 
wear back in the day i'd like yeah, to wear that it yeah. could be both of them together think about that chip it could be your parents yeah. you know they, they they're they're looking at these pictures together they're doing a little role play one of them's playing spike you know one of them's playing um giles you know whatever you know they just i think having a bit of having a bit of of, of role-playing fun i think so the for, role play for, is spike and giles wanking over pictures of the girls in lingerie. <laughs> oh, you read my slash fiction, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it's, um, I, I think the, the main thing you shouldn't do is, is burn them. I think that's- You should no, send you them to douse them with holy water. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just gotta, you've gotta embrace the fact that your parents are sexual creatures with urges, and mm -hmm. yeah. that that's healthy. Um, and, and see it as an opportunity for bonding. Yeah, and also yeah. that's a relatively yeah. tame, I mean, really tame, like, yeah, it could have been so much worse. Yeah. It could have been I that, mean, the X-Files or something. <laughs> <laughs> next, time, next time you're all in the front room, you could say, I fancy watching some old episodes of Buffy, whack it on, judge from the reaction of your parents which one you think it might be. I'm glad you said whack it on there. <laughs> <laughs> and you know like you could put it on and kind of you you might get a read a bit you know a bit like hamlet the plays the thing you know yes. you kind of like you know put it on scrutinize your parents see which one is giving off the vibes yeah. and then and, and then, the scenario is uh, is chip also just wearing lingerie to really hammer the point home. <laughs> yeah just just in case they didn't understand what chip was getting at lingerie and, and a red wooden steak yeah, yeah. wooden <laughs> steak and, uh, and some fangs um i i i don't think you're trying to arouse your parents but i think you're trying to connect with them <laughs> in, in, you know in a healthy adult way <laughs> do i misunderstand the beef <laughs> the beef was chip wants <laughs> the, the, yeah the beef is how do i arouse my parents <laughs> i've discovered the way that i've been arousing my parents it's this wrong. whole time is wrong <laughs> my dad is my mum or dad is into buffy how do i facilitate this arousal now right but i i never understand why people like the the lingerie like porn exists so i, I don't understand why it's like it's such a sort of is it so that if they get found they're not too embarrassed like why not just get porn the dad oh, or the mum is, is, is that the answer sit your parents down and tell them about porn yeah <laughs> like, yeah, yeah guys if you've been getting off to this then this is going to blow your fucking minds yeah <laughs> do you think though that, that, that like sometimes it's like porn's like a bit much straight off yes. the bat Yes, and you, you kind of feel like, warm oh, I just want, yeah, just yeah. Like, oh, Dip your toe like, in. are you talking Chill us out. through your morning routine? <laughs> <laughs> I can't go BDSM before seven a.m. That's what that's Clarky's motto. Start with TVAM and then work your way up. <laughs> yes, yeah. um, but you're I, you're right though. It is a bit much. Like a lot of people read erotic fiction instead yeah, because like it's a an nice easier way it's a house. nice halfway house yeah you're right actually yeah has anyone ever done any um pappy's erotic fiction or erotic art it's out there it it's, exists it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah there is no. there is there is some slash fiction uh, uh yeah. of, 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 of the of the three of us getting it on um, no, it's, no it's, it's it's out there. I, I, we used to be fair it. to Clarkey, it's very well written. <laughs> <laughs> For someone who's not used to being at the keyboard, he That's gave it a really it. good I mean, attempt. 
But we, we, the, the, there's a, there was another sketch team was called uh, called the Penny Dreadfuls. Uh, I don't know if you remember remember them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hum- Humphrey, David, and Tom, uh, who th- there was lots of like all of us getting it on in various permutations i think yeah wow yeah so this was was a real sketch fanatic a a male sketch troupe sketch fanatic wow that's amazing there's some feel-good um fan fiction too um and weirdly someone's taken i mean not weirdly i'm very happy for people to do it but uh interestingly someone's taken um it and set it in like the like the 1100s so it's like Lady oh, George wow. and her maid May, and and I'm the maid that's this like nervous bumbling fool, and then George is like this strict lady of the house. That, the thing is, you, you 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 said no to all of these storylines when I pitched them <laughs> for the TV show. So like I've got to I've got to let it out somehow. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I was going to pretty much the kind of role play that you end up doing in the show. Yeah. Isn't it? When you do yeah. your sort of your, your role play scenes, that's that's basically it. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the, you've I got mean, to cater to what people want. So if that's what they want to see, <laughs> that's if it's not out there, why not write it yourself? So is this is this our suggestion that you actually write some erotic fiction about your parents having sex with the cast of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and just leave it about the house? Is that? Yeah, what I, think I, mean, what, I think that's wait, it. Yeah, that's and Chip, should, you should thought do. we weren't going to solve your problem properly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like May's suggestion of replace it with porn and to move them on to the next level. Just, yeah. just give them a friendly, friendly nudge on. What that's that's like, the Locust what? House suggestion. Just use it. <laughs> yeah. See where this goes. Let's yeah. expand. What kind of the problem yeah, you lead can't into yes it? All the answers are kind of yeah. Can you? You can't. You can't go sort of straight away. Well, no, because but they're at they're at level four, right? Oh, I didn't know the code. What's what's level four? (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just kind of thinking. I'm thinking level one or two is like things that you have to use your own imagination, like catalogues. You know, you okay. kind of think like stuff Ikea. like that. After the Argos catalogue. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Where you look oh, at a bed in an Ikea catalogue. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, what could happen on that bed? <laughs> if only yeah. it was the 11th <laughs> century. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? A commode. <laughs> and then three, Level four 11. is like, three or four or five is like sexy un- underwear. That's the stage that they're at. You want to okay. move your, you want six, you know, oh no, I think five, six, seven is kind of, you know, old school photo buying the shops top shelf like a sev- like a 70s edition of playboy maybe we're talking Here we go. tons of pubes everywhere right absolutely yeah. Air- yeah. Right. airbrushed like airbrushed centerfolds with lots of you know lots of pubic yeah. hair and then a- yeah. anything anything 6 plus is modern day grot online yeah. isn't it we, we can't stress enough this is the levels not the age we should just yeah. say that, yeah. which is not, yeah, it's yeah. not like a children's toy where it's like it's got six plus written on the outside. Uh, yeah. And Tom, how, how high does this go? I, I find it really, I'd, I'd happily sit here all evening. Listening to you go, and we get to 500, 600. Yeah, we're and that, that's, uh, that's you're doing yeah, it in space. Tom's leading the level go. boss. That's all you need to know. Tom's tied his initials to... into the end of pornography. <laughs> Don't go to level 500 before 12 p.m. Though. Please, guys. It's just, it's just, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah I, I I think I think shifting them on to the next level might open their mind and make them live longer ultimately. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sure how that works, okay. Oh, we yeah. solved. <laughs> 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 solved. 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. So this is a small beef, to be honest, a small chipolata in the beef world, as opposed to the large beef pies with extra beef gravy that you usually deal with in your podcast. I feel like someone is vying to get on the podcast with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's worked. Right. Can, can I just say as well, the way you started that, you're a phenomenal actor. I thought that was you talk. I didn't realize you were reading the, the thing out, even though I'd read that before and I'd sent it to you. I was like, oh, he's like editorializing on this. But then I realized seamlessly, you're, you're, you've got chops, man. Thanks very much. As I said, I am unemployed at the moment. So, <laughs> so I'm taking offers. Um, this person says, we have an ongoing beef in our office as to whether food times are breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or breakfast, dinner, and <gasps> tea. I'm very much in the dinner and tea camp. In the evening, I have always said that I'm going home for my tea and those who say they're going home for dinner just seem as if they've missed a me uh, out a meal, in my opinion. Someone will then always throw in the, what about afternoon tea? I'm saying this in a sarcastic voice. But the last person <laughs> to throw that one in didn't drink tea, only coffee. So it would have to be afternoon coffee, which isn't a thing. And therefore we have chucked out that, uh, chucked that out and told them that they are an idiot. I know Harsh. this is only minor, but we need you in your role as the beef justice to solve this once and for all. Thanks everyone, bye. Big tone. Big, big tone. It's big, big tone. tone. Big tone. Big tone. Big right. tone. Wow. Big tone. Thank you. I for feel that. like this is this is gonna be a deeply personal thing. Should we just go round and just say yeah. what we what we think? Joe, we'll start with you. My my thoughts are well. Firstly, I, I was when I when I read this, I was slightly annoyed that this wasn't anything to do with a, a flat or a flat share or housing. It's a beef that they're having with people in their office. But that, we, you know, that's a different issue. We don't know Big Tone's living situation. He could be sleeping. Okay, on yeah, his desk. He <laughs> he's working from home. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, I I abhor the idea of <laughs> breakfast, dinner and tea I'll, I'll just about let someone get away with saying what are you having for your tea as in your dinner your your evening meal but to say dinner for lunch is uh, uh, uh yes yeah, yes yeah, an aberration <laughs> so i'm north i'm north american so obviously i'm breakfast lunch dinner all day long uh but i'm wondering joe do you think that that's because you watched american tea like that you feel this way because you watched american television growing up and you've somehow lost track of your your heritage 
My heritage being people saying dinner for lunch. Yeah, <laughs> breakfast, dinner, and tea. Okay, yeah, this this writing partnership really is over. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is that is that what people say here of a certain of a certain generation? Would people say? Is it is it a north south divide? I think it's geographical. Mm, I think it I think could so. be. Yeah. Mm. I, I well, think. Well, this is where this is where it's exciting to hear from some Midlanders because you're right in the middle. <laughs> Where you don't often uh, hear that sentence. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm the same as you, Joe. I'm uh, a breakfast. I'm, I'm like Colin Farrell. Breakfast, lunch, and fucking dinner. Um, uh, but uh, but Parry and Clarky, where do you stand? That's a level one hundred, by the way. <laughs> yeah. um, I am a. Breakfast, dinner, tea. I'm afraid to say oh, it. Yeah. Okay. What, what what are we having for tea? It's tea time. Got to go home for my tea. But what about lunch? Are you saying dinner though? Are you not saying breakfast, lunch, and tea? Uh, well, I I think dinner. I think dinner or lunch can interchange for me without it being a problem because you have dinner ladies at school. Yeah. It's dinner yeah. time. You have a lunch box. You pop out for some lunch. What did you have for dinner? Whereas, what are we having for tea? There's no confusion. So it's a lunchtime now. Where did the dinner ladies work at school? Yeah, I mean, did you have point? Did you have lunch? Did you have lunch ladies at school? No, you had dinner ladies at dinner time at school. Lunch ladies is an American term, isn't it? You've got lunch ladies. Yeah, we have dinner ladies. So, so tea's an immovable feast in the literally in the evenings. And then lunch and dinner, however you feel. And to be honest, if it's a bit light, if you're having your sardines, it's lunch. Or oh, I'm gonna have pasta, it's dinner. You know, like, I feel like it, 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 that, that, can, you can, that gives you tools to play with. And then obviously I, breakfast, I call morning munch. <laughs> I, I wanna interrogate this slightly because um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't quite believe you, Tom. My reasoning is, <laughs> Matt and Ben acted quite shocked when they heard that you would refer to uh, lunch as dinner. And you guys have have known each other for a long, long time, Mm. which Mm. suggests either you never refer to lunch as dinner, you refer to it as lunch, or they refuse to ever eat lunch with you. Well, that, that's very true, but that's for different reasons. We eat lunch in pairs, you should know this. Um, Tom's never made it to the lunch pair. I'm always pacing around outside. <laughs> Getting his steps up. Yeah. Because I think if, if they say, let's go for lunch, I, that's what I'm saying is I'm flexible. Lunch can be lunch or lunch can be dinner or dinner can be lunch. So yeah, I'm but, never going to have a conversation Tom, with you. if we were writing together, you wouldn't say... what. What time should we break for dinner? Would yeah, you? I, I'd, I I'd immediately think to, to seven or eight p.m. I, I think I think you might I think you might you might be more of a lunch boy. I, I, I'll accept tea, but I think you're a, I think you're a lunch lad. I, I think if tea stays as tea, that's what I mean. Then I, it gives me flexibility, whereas I, I don't think the other way allows flexibility. What? What do, what do you call it when you? tape a lizard to a stick and it's a reptilian <laughs> is that dinner or? Is it, I think that's a lunch boy a lunch boy that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Losing your mind is what that is yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but you know I'm not uh, I'm not going to lay it down as law I feel like it's uh, each to their own on this Clarky so what, what do you think you? That, yeah um, well I am uh, breakfast lunch and tea 
and oh. if I were to substitute anyone, it would be tea for dinner. Yeah, so we've fair. Got all bases covered there. So what is this person going to do with their coworker? It sounds like they're all ganging up on this person and being like really harsh with this person. But li- li- I think what we've learned is that it's a broad church and you should be open to all interpretations. Does it not yeah. feel that way? Yeah. Like yeah. If, if you if you're inviting somebody out for dinner, I, I I will say this as well. I think I think dinner and tea. I think if you're eating at home and you've made it yourself, it's your tea. But if you're eating out in a restaurant, it's <laughs> you're, it, you're it's making also this as complicated dinner. as you just made pornography. <laughs> no, but you're right. You're right. You're not going to say I'm going out for tea at like you know yeah that, I, think that's, restaurant. I think that's where afternoon tea comes in because you know the whole he would say what about afternoon tea a uh, big toe was saying that and they just missed it that is a different meal entirely isn't it if you go for afternoon tea that's little yeah. sandwiches little cakes a pot of tea maybe a glass of prosecco if it's fancy but that's it that's a separate that's a but separate also, thing it's a bit like saying what about nachos no, it's but also I think after, <laughs> afternoon tea, I think, strengthens the case because it has to. You have to have afternoon before yeah, it, yeah, totally. which means you're bringing tea into the afternoon. Whereas where tea normally sits is at tea time, and when's tea time? It's in the evening. Is not so is afternoon fact, tea not a, re- a reference to the fact that it's based around tea, the, dr- the drink, the drink of because, tea? Because he specified this person um, only drinks coffee, and afternoon coffee isn't. A thing which I agree with, but he's he's focusing his argument around around the drink. I have a question. I'm getting quite het up about this. Yeah, I've oh, never really? seen him like this. Um, I've never seen Joe like this. He's fuming. Also, um, I have a question. What about supper? Great oh, question. Yeah. Supper's so after I, tea, right? Yeah, that's it. I think but, supper supper comes if you're having like very late. If you're I think like, it's, oh, it's very late, and it's often before. if you've missed dinner. Or if you've uh, if you've had a very early very early dinner and then like you've done so like we would maybe right this, is, lunch. this is a bit this is a bit um, this is a bit like you know it's, it's a bit churchy but I think we would have a supper like after midnight mass right oh, you know okay. we'd come back and we'd have a little supper before we went back to bed you know because that would be. That well, I also be, like, think very sexual, doesn't it? We've confessed. It's we've confessed everything from the previous year. <laughs> time to start sinning what, again. That's what when you text someone sup, that's what you mean. I actually solve the problem by having five meals a day. <laughs> I have breakfast, then lunch, then I move on to dinner, then I have tea, and then I have supper. Yeah. What about brunch? Well, brunch. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah. on the weekends, elevens <laughs> yeah. I don't count as a meal. <laughs> no, I think a ele- couple of couple ele- of biscuits or a bit of toast that doesn't count. No crumpets. That's not, yeah. not a full meal, is it? What do you do? You then incorporate a midnight feast. That is a thing I've not had for that's ages. Only for, that's for only when we have sleepovers at Clarky's house. Yeah. I used to love a midnight feast. Oh my god! Did you ever have, have a midnight feast, uh, May? Was that ever a thing? Um, I was always quite stressed out at sleepovers with friends and um, stressed out by the horror films we were watching because I knew my my mum wouldn't allow me to watch them at home. And so I always felt like this pressure, like I should call her and ask her permission if I was allowed to watch the horror movie. Um, so I was mostly focused on that while everyone was like gorging and having their... Yeah, no, we would have snacks and... and were, were you, were you what, scared of the horror movies or were you just were you more scared of your, of your parents? Oh, just scared of my mum. Yeah, and, and my parents. Because I, I wanted to watch the horror movies, but I, 
I was so worried that I'd have to confess that I'd watched it because I knew I wasn't allowed to watch like plus 16 or whatever movies and everyone wanted to watch Scream or The Blair Witch Project. I've gone off on a tangent here about films, <laughs> but yeah. No, mate, I was exactly the same. I once went home and said to my parents, look, I'm going to Chris's sleepover on Friday, but they're all planning to watch Sliver the Sharon Stone sexy film mm. and yeah. I know you wouldn't want me to watch it and they made me call up Chris and I had to say look I've told my mom that we're going to watch Sliver and he was like oh no why did you do that oh, and I was mate. like because I was feeling really scared about it or not, I felt nervous about it and so that I, that I had to make them promise that they wouldn't watch Sliver for me to go to the sleepover <laughs> so I had to go to the sleepover with like five incredibly horny angry teenage boys <laughs> and, and try and be more valuable value at the sleepover than them watching Sharon Stone in Sliver which is like an absolute <laughs> losing battle because like we should have been friends we would have been watching Mighty Ducks having a lovely yeah, time exactly. yeah. <laughs> and actually it's a much more enjoyable way watch the Mighty Ducks have a midnight feast go yeah. to sleep guilt free yeah <laughs> I, I, I went the other way I went to I went to see a, a, a rude film in the cinema but told my parents I was going to see a different film and now whenever Ooh. I see anything to do with that different film I genuinely feel guilty about it I went to see really? I went to see the movie do you remember the movie Sirens um, no. with yeah. Elder Body McPherson yeah. it was with Australian with Sam Neill's in it yeah yeah it was like a it was like a it was like a sexy it was basically it was such an in fact I think it's Hugh Grant in it as well it might be a good film it might be worth a revisit the torso um, grand, <laughs> the torso grand. Yeah, but it was about a, like a, a, a priest who goes to uh, this permissive uh, life modeling to sort of go and speak to this permissive life modeling guy for some reason and uh, it was basically all these women were walking around with all their clothes off so me and my friends all went to see that but we pretended we were going to go and see the the bruce willis comedy north do you remember where bruce willis <laughs> is playing like a big bunny and it's about a guy who divorces his his um, his parents, and um, I didn't know anything about the film. I hadn't done any research on it. But then when my parents said, "Oh, how was North?" when they picked me up from the cinema, I said, "How was North?" I started making up a plot of the movie. I went into just phenomenal amounts of detail about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we just, you know. I, oh, it was it was bad. I could I, I could tell they knew as well. You know, like when you're like oh, yeah. so deep into this lie. We, you know, if we, if I went, yeah. I'm lying. I went to see the Rudy movie. Uh, they we probably all have a laugh about it. But I was just sweating and uh, and going, <laughs> yeah, I was brilliant. Oh, Bruce Willis did this amazing thing where he like fought somebody, and it's like I oh, really wouldn't have fought somebody. It's a, it's a comedy. It's not one of his action <laughs> movies. <laughs> Didn't you know shoot Alan Rickman? But yeah, it was uh, the thing. The thing that I've gotten from this is that. Um, yet again, your your kinks, your sexual kinks, are very much re related to religion. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Wait, how? Oh, the it wasn't about a horny priest. It wasn't about a horny priest. Midnight mass, coming back for supper. Like I feel like we keep coming back to this. Well, you you put sexual kinks <laughs> on midnight mass. Listen, it's <laughs> yeah. you. You're the worst you therapist the ever. You hear the sentence? I went to midnight mass and had my supper, and you went to sex straight yeah. away. You're the I, only one. <laughs> you're the one who wants to fuck a Bible, mate. Not me. <laughs> oh, yeah, all of you seem to be very defensive about this. Let's let's look into this. <laughs> so we can unpick this at my I prayer meeting. What we, I think what we've got out of this is that it is unequivocally uh, breakfast, lunch, and <laughs> Well, I'm not weighing in because I'm Canadian. I think tea's bizarre. It's bizarre to call it's dinner to me forever, but I'm, I'm happy to be outvoted. Yeah, I think naming it after a drink 
is just confusing. If someone says, I'm on yes. my tea break, you're like, what, you're on your tea break? It's half past 11. I'll accept it yeah. as long as dinner's the last meal of the day. Yeah, I think it's got to, it's got to be. But before supper, of course. <laughs> of course, and the midnight feast. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, Big Tone, that's beef solved. <laughs> <laughs> I have a flatmate and um, she, she's lived here for a couple of years and about a year into us knowing each other a great mystery took place so Woo-hoo. it happened where I, I woke up in the morning and I came into the living room my flatmate Rosie who'd been out the previous night was I've said her name that's all right um, so we, can, she, uh, we can bleep the name if you want to, us to bleep the name no, I think leave it in. Cool. So um, I come out. She's like, hey, man. Oh, yeah, I had a really fun night. She's sort of slouched on the sofa. I go to sit down on the chair that just that, like I'm sitting on right now. And <clears throat> I jump up because what, what I've sat on is what can only be described as a sodden cushion. So I'm like, that's wet. But not only is it wet, it's like sodden. Like it's like the, the cushion on the seat is like it's been submerged in water so these are the details you need to know there is no water anywhere else not around the chair there's no water on the table there's no water anywhere i cradle this sodden cushion which is now you know it's heavy it's streaming liquid i take it over it's to the sodden. sink I'm, I'm like what is this she's like i have no idea she, she's i said did you spill something no 100% she said I just I came in last night I woke up this morning I came and sat on the sofa I have no idea the window's closed it hasn't rained the, so at this point I, I google can ghosts make things wet and so I'm, I'm looking into every possible angle but she swears Sexy. and I'm like are you sure because she came home late uh, and the, the crucial piece of information that you need to know here that she says is irrelevant and I think is so relevant is that she texted me at 4 a.m. on the night in question, saying, I'm drunker than I've ever been. Oh. (laughs) Okay, so she, but she says, but she says, I don't black out. Like I would remember if I'd pissed on a cushion or if I'd spilled something, but I'm I'm like, something has happened here that's either you've pissed yourself or something's happened. You've gone and washed the cushion maybe, but the fact that it wasn't wet around the chair. Did you smell the cushion? Yeah. yeah. So it smelled, it's just hard to, it smelled like sort of salty is what I want to say, but it didn't smell, it didn't smell like clean water and I can't discern whether it was bodily fluid and I, I um, squeezed it into glasses. I'm filling up glass after glass. Like I think it, what? So it's not it would have been a, then. It's not like she's like sweat a lot and just got it damp that way. This is like, this is a ton of liquid. I can't, I can't stress enough how much it's like someone has submerged this cushion and then sort of balanced it on the dry chair. Like it, there was so much liquid in it. And neither of, to this day, she's like, I swear to God, I have no memory loss from that night. I came, stumbled in, went to my bed. We have no explanation for it. I mean, the thing is, if she'd like, if she'd woken and woken up on the sofa, then that would Mm. be, you know, an open and shut closed beefcase. But, this is yeah did you say closed beefcase yeah an open and an open and shut closed beefcase that's when it's uh, really easy to solve beef that's one of our uh, i like that a lot i like that a lot <laughs> so much yeah so but it's yeah because because you know as somebody who has you know pissed the, the cushion pinned, the pissed the pissed the not the cushion but pissed whilst drunk and not remembered it you sort of you wake yeah. up in the place and you go 
Ah, that's what's happened. Because you're in. <laughs> yeah. You're there. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. It's it's irrefutable. Also, I think I think you'd have picked up on piss. Piss is. I think yeah, it's got a, it's got a singular I spell. Think, yeah, and I think even if you've drunkenly pissed and then rinsed, I don't think the piss is going and far. I don't think. I think you'd have to. I think you'd have to. Should have had to work. I'm happy. To, basically, I'm happy to rule out piss. Really? And what about yeah. uh, something else? Like she spilled something and then tried to wash it, or that's I what I, I guess the the saltiness is quite interesting. Like, yeah. Uh, because is piss salty? I, I don't. I don't think it is. Jizzes. Jizz I mean, is salty. Sweat is salty. Sweat is salty. Yeah, it but can't you, have been sweat. There's no have, way. It, it was... can't have been jizz. You'd have. I mean, you'd have known if you, if. And also, if your flatmate's able to soak an entire cushion with jizz, she should be in the movies. <laughs> yeah, she should be. And I would have heard about. She would have been boasting about yeah. that. And, I'd, yeah. I'd, and I'd, I'd have. I'd have called my mom and told her that you guys were going to make me watch that movie, and I wouldn't have been able to, to sleep over. Um, oh, yeah, but. Seawater. So, well, come on. What? Let's, yeah, let's talk. Is, it's she spilled a cup of brine. Spilled a brine. cup of brine. Has she, was there a tin of hot dog sausages nearby? Had she eaten some pickles? <laughs> All I can think is that it was a ghost, and I, I've really looked at every other option. And when I googled, "Do ghosts make things wet?" Yes, they do. Yeah, I mean, how salty is ectoplasm? That's what we need to be thinking down those lines. I think because uh, since then, nothing's been wet. So she was so pissed that she brought a ghost home. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then the ghost jizzed we've all done it. She fucked a ghost, guys. She fucked a ghost. <laughs> um, uh, like, have there been any other ghostly things happen in the house? Is this the first and only time that you've seen? One weird thing was there was broken, broken glass in my bedroom, uh, the source of which could not be found. Not the same did, night. Did though. you? Was the glass no. from a, uh, a cup tank. full of brine you had? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There were, but there were no missing glasses in the house. There was just I, I. I came home one day and there was like broken glass on my bedroom floor, and she wow. she hadn't been home in days either. So big, I had big, no big idea. Bits of, big bits of glass. Yeah, like as if a window had broken almost. Wow. Fucking hell! That's yeah. mad. One. That, that, mention that one add. first. That's more yeah, dramatic yeah. Than, the, than the wet cushion. Oh, no, I like <laughs> one thing to add is I, I don't lock my door. It's a You know this, Joe. It's oh, a weird on. thing about me. Right. Oh, lock- fuck. This has just made me think about the cushion as well. Because I don't lock my door. Someone so came somebody in and came the in, cushion. Chucked a load of brine over the cushion and then left. That's possible. Because so- I, I, it's not that I choose. I just forget to lock it all the time. And Because I'm in a building. So I figure like the main door is locked downstairs. But my flat door, I often leave unlocked. I'm, I mean, after this podcast, I'm going to lock it. But you, you it should be after that, this podcast. Do, it could be you that could- a ghost. Oh, wait. Or no. That a, a living human. <laughs> if it's, yeah. If it's the unlocked thing, that I put ghosts out of your mind for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Came in and, and, and pissed, like, marked the territory. Maybe the intruder was going to come back and do something later. But they, but they marked their territory by spilling a cup of brine <laughs> yeah. on, the, on a cushion. Yeah. A couple of, oh, yeah. Because we've ruled Cause out it's piss. Not piss. Yeah. We've ruled out tears. Oh, it could have been tears, oh, yeah. Oh, someone tears came in and cried lots. <laughs> oh, God. It was the previous owner of the sofa. <laughs> Why did I ever sell you? You were yeah. the best thing that ever happened to me. And then out, you know, just these, these sort of crying. stolen moments. 
you're not crying a couple load of tears though, are you? No, you know you can't. I mean, that's that's the that's what's so confusing about the whole thing is the amount of just the amount of liquid you're talking about uh, here. I'll send you um, a photograph for when this comes out. If it's helpful, I have a visual yes, of me holding yes. the holding it and I'm draining it into the into a cup. And, and what, um, what color is it? Well, it's it's not clear. It's like off white, <laughs> but it's 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 sort of. I mean, it's sort of like piss. <laughs> it is sort of like is piss. It, is it yellowy? It's, a, it's not not yellowy, but it's not. Oh, hang on! It's not. It's not like the. <laughs> it's not the dark color that so, we would know to be piss. It's like a yeah, sort but of. Yeah, but if you've been on the booze all night. All night so when That's I true. ruled when I ruled out piss early doors, you didn't feel the need to tell me that it also looked like piss. <laughs> <laughs> As your lawyer it, in this case, you've withheld some very serious evidence from me. <laughs> it didn't look exactly like piss. It looked like it could have been drain water or something. So did it have bits Ooh. in it? Did it have no. nothing floating in it? What was the no. weather like that night? No rain. I asked my Alexa. First of all, I said, Alexa, what the hell happened last night? <laughs> then I said, uh, did it rain? And Alexa was like, Hold no, it, on. zero rain. That it was Alexa. That's possible. Alexa, have you been crying? You mad AI <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the thing about it, though, is like Alexa, you know, the, one of the big problems people have with, with the Alexas and all that kind of stuff is that they're recording everything we do. Surely, they are. There's got to be a function. There's got to be. <laughs> there's got to be a function where you can go, Alexa, play back last night. There's got to be yeah. some sort of little hack that goes play back what happened there, because if you could, I bet there's secret hacks. Yeah, there's got to be. You know, there's got to be some. Someone must know. Bezos Jeff is going to know. How to, he'll he'll know how to do that. Yeah. I think you need to so get in what touch with Bezos. Think so. Do you, so you're thinking I shouldn't cast any more blame on my flatmate, or no? I think she. Did pissed, she I think she pissed the sofa. Yeah, I think she pissed. It. Well, it was a chair. This is what's weird. It's not somewhere you would slouch unconscious. It's a. It's a chair like I, I'm sitting on now. I, she did it. I think it's. I, I think it's a spill of some sort. <laughs> yeah, she tried to cover. Out of her body. <laughs> but do you, oh but no! I spilled my piss again. <laughs> <laughs> she is she is trustworthy though as a character, right? Yeah, yeah, extremely. But we've all been right. there, haven't we? You know, we've all spilled a piss. We've been out. We've had a few drinks. We've been. We've come back. We've had our brine. And, and then we we've, done, we've done a piss in a cup and then we've spilt the cup on the chair and gone do you know what it's bedtime it's bedtime <laughs> I've bedtime had me brine me. I've had me supper I'm tired to go <laughs> um, God I'm fascinated by this and I don't know the answer I don't, I don't think, think it can yeah. be known I think it's the greatest mystery ever. Yeah. I, there'll I be a Netflix open. six think, part Netflix documentary. I think you've actually, yeah, you've, if this is the first time we've ever, ever the, had a beef the we soggy couldn't cushion. solve. Um, it could be like have the you staircase. Seen, have, you seen, have you seen the soggy cushion on Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> it's the show everyone's talking about. <laughs> yeah, um, but people would be you, like we are now. They'd be, it would get to the end, you wouldn't have a satisfying ending of the documentary yeah. series. If, but if you, I, it, no, if, if you get the Netflix money, I bet you could send that cushion to a lab and they'd be able to tell you some serious shit. Yeah, that's really that. true. Yeah, you've got, to, I, I, you've got to send it to a lab. You've got to have it tested. 
Yeah, and I could get her DNA quite easily, I think. She oh, gives it's, up it's, that DNA <laughs> easily, man. <laughs> it's all like, it's the, hat, the, the flat is lousy with DNA, isn't it? It's yeah, yeah. It's Locusts and DNA. Locusts and DNA, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's what you need to do. Get it, yeah, get it okay. to a lab and report that's back. That's how we saw, we, we, yeah, so beef closed is get a Netflix series so you can have enough money to send the cushion to a lab. Yeah, like that, I like that. Okay, and then come back on and share the results. Will do. Yeah, please do. Please do. Guys, thank what you so much. This has been really yeah, fun. That was great. Thank it's been you. really, really I've fun. I've had a lovely yeah, thank you guys. time. Thanks so much for having us. Do you want to very want, quickly tell yeah. us about uh tell us about Feel Good? I mean everyone knows about uh, Feel Good already, but uh tell us about the show, where people can see it, all of that kind of caper. You know, it's it's on it's on Netflix now and uh yeah. <laughs> you know what? You should. I'm always. Feel, uh, Feel good too is on Netflix right now. Sick. And I mean that's that's all I have to say. As well. Yeah. yeah. But hopefully the way that I my tone of voice was slightly more enthusiastic than me. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Feel good too is on Netflix now. Love that's it. good. Right. I love it. Yeah, I've seen I've seen five of the six and. Uh, it's fantastic. It's really yeah, congratulations. Thanks. Thanks it's really, really, really good. Yeah, uh, you should well, be really, so really, really proud of it. Lovely to see you guys. Uh, nice to see you too. to hang out in public or in person. So, <laughs> I think soon. Either I think or, really it's your soon. choice, public or person. You can take, take your pick. P or P, it's up to you. And never, never the twain shall meet. From the sorting out your P. Wow, there you go. Loved that. And afterwards, it left us all feeling good oh, I was trying to say feel good um, anyway well that's um, what made you feel good how about oh, that, that is go. one that's of better. the Let's hottest <laughs> outros in the world to date God, it's um, hard it's hard when you're cu- being current and part of I'm, I am struggling I can see why people have these meltdowns it's not our usual place is it it's, it's very on us I can see why people jump the fence when they're in Celebrity Big Brother. You know, the glare of the <laughs> Another attention. Another show that's not been on for a few years now. I mean, you know, that's, that's how this feels right now. Even just doing the intro and outro, it just feels like, oh my God, suddenly we're, we're in the tab. Are we going to be in the tabloids, you know? God, anyway, um, what a treat. Thanks yeah, for what, coming what on, treat. May and we Joe, should- and thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you all for listening. If you want more May and Joe, then over on our Patreon in just a couple of days' time, from Thursday onwards, there's going to be an extra bonus beef that isn't included in the main episode. You won't have heard it. It's exclusive just to the Patreon. So get yourself to patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flat Share and sign up today. For four pounds, four quid, five dollars, um, you get all of our bonus episodes. There's loads of them out there. There's all our Flat Share lockdowns all our uh, jingles from our uh, flat share slam downs there is um lo- loads of bonus beefs with our other guests um there's loads of great stuff oh, it's all there what a deal it's such a it's such a good bargain you get such a great deal you get it there and if you're a fan of the podcast and you've been listening for a long time and you think well you know it's 10 years this year that i'll be listening to um to pappy's podcasts i really should give something back it's a great way to do it because you get a lot more back in return for your money so please join today. Patreon.com. It can really go one of two ways, can't it, that, that landmark? You can kind of go, I've done it for 10 years. It, it's don't, time to nip it Don't give them the, the other option, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like, you know, it's a nice round number to either call it a day or to go out. <laughs> Listen, we were so close to the pulse parry. Oh, and yes again, you're flatlining us. 10 years. 
10 years at the pulse face it's taken its course um, <laughs> anyway pulse face 10 years at the pulse face has taken its course what the bloody hell are you on about can we just stop for a second and <laughs> I was halfway through a very decent, and you know what? I didn't use any. Uh, I didn't use any guilt guilt tactics this time. I was no, being very no. straight down the middle, just going, very "Look, positive. please join the Patreon. We, we we think it's a fantastic Patreon, full of great stuff. You get a lot of value for your money." Yeah. And then your ten years at the pulse face, it's taken its course. It's, it's just worth oh, it. It's, it's oh, just pulse face over there. Take, take, just take into account that ten years at the pulse face may have taken its course. Um, <laughs> anyway, part of the joy of the Patreon is that the community can all kind of we all interact together. They send messages and emails. Um, I'd like to read an email. Uh, that Marie has sent in via pappyslutshow at gmail.com listener dears get in touch Um, it's about something we talked about recently about the Swedish social code Jante Jante yeah this was Um, your your code you were talking about where it's like um, don't don't think you're better than anybody is it that it's it's that kind of code isn't it absolutely it's pretty pretty incredible reading it made for hello puppies just a brief note from a swede on tom's story about jante the list of rules he read out i like how you put a little swedish spin on the word list there (laughs) yes the list of rules we read out are from a 30s novel by norwegian writer axel sandmos can we just say once again once again tom with his finger on the pulse quoting a book (laughs) from 19 years ago (laughs) it is true that it has been a part of the scandinavian social code to act in accordance with the sentiment of don't think you're better than anyone else however nowadays it's almost exclusively talked about in negative terms something that should be quashed quashing the jante that's a good title isn't it for a book people are celebrated for defying jante i want to fly defying jante and bigging themselves up (laughs) cheers marie so there you go that's good yeah well that's very much the the way kids are nowadays you know uh, very confident and more power to them um, well anyway what a uh, we're gonna go and, this has been we're going to go and dig a hole and Tom's going to bury himself because he is the he is officially the oldest man alive <laughs> Tom's going to bury himself with all his stereophonic CDs in, this, in his back garden <laughs> And just let the the pulse face take its course. Look, we've dallied with being current and hip and modern today, and let's be honest, it's not it's not sat right with us. You're so you're so mad, Parry. We had May on like about a year and a half ago. She she's been like, it's not like we've suddenly got on a TikToker or something. We've got our friend May Martin, we've been doing comedy with probably for as long as we've been doing this podcast for the glare of the Netflix lights it's all that you know it's like our show is on Netflix what are you talking about (laughs) it's like like drinking I don't know bubble tea and going I don't understand what is this (laughs) (laughs) whatever the kids do nowadays they do drink bubble tea don't they and ride their scooters anyway um, what a treat eh Uh, what a treat it's been a real treat it's been an absolute treat listen to Tom struggle through this Um, if I'd known this was going on in your head, I want, I'm going to listen back to the episode now and listen to you. 
I, I see how many references you make to cool things to try and get on this, get on May and Joe's good side. Well, look, you know, and for, for all the new listeners who've obviously come on board for this episode, welcome. And it's not the, you know, it's not normally like this, but feel free to stick around and see if anything else takes you. It fancy. is not normally, normally like this. this. Is exactly what every episode is like. <laughs> oh, in no, 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 like you're, you're always desperately you know, out of touch. It's yeah. you don't, have a, don't always have a show on that's you know the, the you know one of the hottest shows in the world to date. We don't normally. We, um, anyway, anyway, we, we uh, should we should say as well, uh, Tom. Have you got the sponsorship read in front of you? Today's show is brought to you by uh, Fidget Spinners. <laughs> fidget Spinners. They really are the latest. I can't read this copy. So they really are the latest craze. Uh, so get yourself a fidget spinner I can't today. Work mine. I, I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm using mine as a paperweight. Tony's just been spinning around it. Yeah, we've anyway we've paired with the um, the good people at Tamagotchi to bring you the latest the latest hippest craze. Um, it's going to be Whopper Gangnam Style in your it's house. Like, it's like <laughs> a gerbil, you can gerbil on a screen. I don't understand it. Um, anyway, today's episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham, cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen. You join us on this glorious sunny day. The sun beating down on the field. The players have taken their positions and we're ready to start the Patreon Neighbourhood Watch Roll Call. Please be standing. Well, he's in there. Whoa, my gosh, an incredible delivery that is absolutely swatted away and into the crowd, and it's hit a lady. Oh, dear. That's awful scenes. Um, and the person responsible is Matthew Brady. Oh, awful scenes there. Uh, awful d- disgusting scenes. scenes and, <laughs> Terrible uh, scenes. Uh, the, the next uh, uh, wicketer stands up to bat. Oh, and, no. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, he steps forward and uh, a strong he, step. A strong step. He he takes two uh, two steps forward, two steps back, um, and uh, and then he get, disappears into the splits as is his usual his usual pre uh, pre whacking uh, position. Uh, this man really couldn't give two fucks. He is of course James Flux. He literally can't give two flags after those splits. Nope. Um, <laughs> because oh. it was awful scenes, actually. Awful scenes. Awful. Here she comes now, in her inimitable style. Uh, she's at the crease. Uh, the ball's delivered. Oh, no, no! She's forgotten her bat! Oh, it's a classic mistake we've seen from our fair cat. Awful scenes here. Somebody has brought a spade and he's digging a hole. He's digging a hole. And and he's doing awful things in that hole. Oh, God. (laughs) But the good news is it scored him a lot of points. And he's he's run up a really big lead. Well done, actually. In your hole, Tom Bidmead. Very unorthodox. Uh, very awful scenes. Awful scenes awful there. Awful scenes. Um, two steps forward. Two steps forward. One step back. Paula Rapdal. <laughs> they go together because opposites attract. And you know, it ain't fiction, just a natural fact. They go together because opposites attract. Um, that, that slogan has been tattooed all over the back of our next player who steps off removes his shirt uh, 
his several shirts. He's wearing four shirts. Wears all four of his shirts, and uh, tries oh. to get the assembled crowd to read his back and sing along. Uh, but no one is willing to join in. More's the pity. Better luck next time, Paul. Velocity. Awful scenes. Awful, awful, awful scenes. Awful, awful scenes. And now awful we scenes. see stepping up to the crease. Now he's gone. He's gone for a bizarre choice here. He's uh, he's not wearing anything. Oh. Completely biddy bolly bollocks naked. Biddy 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 bollocks. Biddy 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 bollocks. Of course, apart from his favourite Wild Wild West blazer, <laughs> here he is, Callum Fraser. Oh, and he's out. Well, he steps up. He's wearing his Independence Day hat. Um, what do you think about that? It'll certainly keep him warm when it gets dark. It's Jimmy Clark. It's very Awful important. Scenes. When it gets dark, you stay warm. Very, very important. Uh, uh, here we have a, a wonderful player uh, stepping up, and he's wearing his uh, boxer shorts commemorating the movie Hitch. Uh, it's wonderful to see him. Uh, uh, it's it's a, a wonderful movie and one that we all should commemorate. Uh, he's, of course, Steve State. All scenes. I <laughs> can't believe he wasn't wearing his enemy of the state hat. He, he's really missed an opportunity there. <laughs> to, yes, you always, you never want to miss an opportunity to rhyme the word with the actual word. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing his enemy of the state hat. It is, of course, Steve State Hat. <laughs> oh, and on they come, stepping up to the crease wearing their <laughs> wearing their uh, <laughs> their shoes <laughs> yes good and of course of the course as the only one in the team to do it and uh, their socks underneath and of course underneath that their legs <laughs> and using those legs to run up and down in their, their very particular style. Wait, can I just ask, the legs, the legs are underneath their feet? The legs are underneath the socks. <laughs> All right. All right, okay, yes, yes. On top okay. of the feet. <laughs> On top of the feet, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> under the trousers. Under the trousers. And, of course, yeah. below the belt. Yes, 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 Queensbury rules. And what a shot. There it goes. Now then, it's Repsudge Namwen. Well, let me tell you something. I can just make out that she's got a legend of bag of Vance pair of knickers on <laughs> through my tears. That's right. It's Rachel Spears. Oh, Awful scenes. Awful scenes. Uh, but some wonderful scenes in that movie, of course. Of course. Uh, of course. That's tour de force. Let, uh, let me tell you now, folks. He stepped out. He's done a... Uh, Splits into a cartwheel. Very difficult manoeuvre to, to muster, but uh, but he's managed it. And as he's cartwheeled, his his little skirt has ridden up, and I can see he is of course wearing a bad boy's two thong. 
a wonderful piece of attire for James Husson. Up he comes onto the pitch, looking fantastic in the afternoon sun, and uh, of course he's wearing his uh, matching jumper-trouser combo of after-earth-branded merchandise. <laughs> um, looking resplendent, but uh, unfortunately doesn't have the matching sunglasses, of course. They're very pricey. Couldn't afford. But... Uh, <sighs> He's knocked it for six yet again. It's Mark Beresford. Mark Beresford, yes. Well, it, this man's dug a hole. When will he learn? He's in the pursuit of happiness. It's Josh Leyburn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to make a small correction uh, to my my last uh, uh, my last announcement. I think I called the guy James Hooson. Uh, it is, of course, Joe Hooson. My apologies to Joe and to anybody else who <laughs> and to James and to James, who, as we know, still uh, has yet to fork out to join the Patreon. <laughs> the, the, this, the cheap, the cheaper of the two brothers, the cheaper of the two brothers, so the cheaper cheap, of the Hooson twins, the cheap, the cheapest member of the Hooson family. He's so cheap he wouldn't even spend threepence for some buns. I tell you who would though. Catmans. <laughs> awful scenes. <laughs> awful scenes. Awful scenes. But here he comes to close the batting order. He is legend. It's Django Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, uh, rain stops play. That concludes today's Patreon Neighbourhood Watch Roll Call. Cheers, everyone. Oh, take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. And buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I never come back and I'll root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. Oh, it's one, two, three. Such are out at the old ball game. The old ball game. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.